Listen, there's a great work to be done. As soon as you win this court battle, you must deliver this message. Take advantage of this opportunity and declare a powerful message to this world. He expects more of us. He believes we can do more. Who's going to stop Christ? Who's going to stop Christ from getting this work done? This is Behind the Work. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Behind the Work. We're off and running on another week here at the college. Last weekend was an exceptionally frigid weekend. As most of our listeners know, Oklahoma was blasted with sub-zero temperatures, the lowest since 1899. So that was an adventure in and of itself. As a result, we stayed here on the campus for President's Day and, uh, and we enjoyed the volleyball and the dodgeball, basketball, and other things in the campus gym. It made for a very wonderful and enjoyable conclusion to the, uh, the extended extra long weekend that we were very grateful to have. And, and, uh, but before last Monday, before that President's Day event, we enjoyed the annual Armstrong College Speech Banquet. So one week from yesterday, that would have been on the 14th of this month. On today's show, we're going to discuss some of the banquet with the two individuals who led in planning and executing this college formal event, Jordan and Hannah. But before we do, I just wanted to wanted you to hear what some others thought about the speech banquet. A lot of people said that this was the best one we've had to date, actually. And I think there are a lot of reasons for that, of course, chiefly because the speeches themselves were so inspiring and uplifting and very edifying. But just listen to some of the positive feedback from the audience and how they felt about this year's speech banquet. Well, I really enjoyed this formal event. I think it's nice to have a, a brunch event as opposed to, um, you know, most of our events are dinner events, so that's really a nice difference. I thought that just like the organization, the flow of all of the speeches was just absolutely perfect like each one tied into another one and I mean it climaxed all the way until Mr. Kokomai's speech right there at the end which was really impactful. Just the way that they were grouped together I think was really well put and even just some similarities like Micah and Jude we had no idea that they were going to speak on the same thing but they did but in very different aspects and then you can just see the example of the older ones especially the upperclassmen who shared their stories that are really inspiring to see as a freshman because it just gives you hope to look forward to and that you would hope you want to go on for four years and just see the miracles that God performed in your life. Being a senior, they're probably some of the best that I've ever heard throughout the four speech banquets that I've attended. There's a good mix of really personal stories, but also just bringing into the perspective of us all being one family and one student body. So I think all of the speeches really touched on friendship in that unity, but then also bringing spiritual parallels and interesting details of people's life before college and even during college. I think it's the best speech banquet that I've been to. It's my third one. It's definitely the best one overall. All the speeches were awesome, and God really made them all just mesh well together in the way it was put together. And they all just really illuminated how involved God is in our lives. So the best speech banquet so far. 
And uh, a lot of different reasons for that, but certainly because the speeches themselves were very, very inspiring. There was a lot of good material and content within the speeches, a lot of passion. All the students who spoke at the banquet really put their heart into what they had to give to the audience that day. Now, what is Speech Banquet? I reckon that the name itself is probably self-explanatory, but it's a morning formal event as one of the commentators mentioned in that audio clip, and it's accompanied by nine speeches. So it's fairly unique compared to the other formal events that we have throughout the year. Uh, While we're enjoying our morning brunch, we have the pleasure of hearing the nine speakers give a variety of speeches. Some speak on uh, humorous, entertaining stories in their lives. Some of the speeches are more historical. Some are more biographical, like uh, Jordan Syringa's was, which we'll hear from him in a moment. Some carry a heart-to-heart element, but every single one of them really bring positivity, truth, and valuable life lessons that we as listeners can glean from this occasion. It's one of the most enjoyable formal events of the year, except perhaps the graduation ball coming up just, just in a uh, couple months, two or three months or so. So here to discuss this formal event with me today is Jordan Saranga. Welcome, Jordan. Thank you. And also his assistant for this event, Hannah Worrell. Welcome, Hannah. Thank you for having me. So, Jordan, I thought to start with, maybe we could just talk a little bit about the process and the, uh, the, uh, the effort that goes into preparing for one of these events. You guys have worked together on this for at least a, a couple months now, for sure, at the start of the semester. So if you could give us sort of a rundown of the process for you guys. Well, you definitely have to start early. Uh, there's a lot that goes into it, lots of details, and you have to take care of, um, I think, well over half of it before you actually get to the event itself. Uh, so we had to think of the theme, of course. Uh, Hannah, thankfully, she's really good with uh, decorations, picking out a color theme, things like that. And then uh, we had to make a menu layout, make invitations, send those out, get all all those kinds of things printed, and then, of course, show up the night before, get the whole room in order, set up the tables, the, those decorations that we've organized, and then get everything set for the brunch the next day. Yeah, so you guys, this is a class endeavor, right? So you yes. guys do this together as a class, and uh, uh, I know that every time we have a class event where we're, well, uh, you know, a formal event where we're working together as a class, I always enjoy the good times we we have there there's something about setting up for a formal event together with your classmates that really bonds you guys uh there's there's something really neat about it every single time and uh then of course so the day uh, the day before you said that you guys set up the night before that evening and then the the event starts at 10 a.m was that right that's correct yeah 10 a.m yeah, so what's the what's the challenge setting up that early in the morning? Most of the time you have most of the day to set up for a formal event, but then it's a little bit of a rush in the morning, I'd imagine. Yeah, thankfully it, it wasn't too bad. We got mostly everything set up the night before, and uh, it really does help to have your whole class there. It relieves some of the stress just to, to have that bonding experience. Uh, but we had almost everything set up the night before, and then we came back... Um, the next morning, uh, we had to fix just a few details. Uh, the cold gave us some trouble, but just a <laughs> little bit. Uh, but that was something pretty new. Uh, we've never really dealt with that. Uh, but the room the room was absolutely freezing. 
I don't know if the, yeah, the thermostat was, like was working degrees. properly. It was terrible. <laughs> but we, uh, it wasn't too much of a, a difficulty. Um, yeah, not really much of a setback. But we got the rest of the decorations figured out. We pretty much finished preparing the food, set that up on the tables, and um, uh, yeah, prepared the room for everyone to arrive. So uh, yeah, thankfully, pretty much everything w- was done the night before. Awesome. How about um, how about you, Hannah? Any uh, any thoughts about how it all transpired? Was it challenging getting the decorations together, or uh, where were some, what were some of your ideas for the decorations? Did you have some ladies helping you out, or? Yeah. So uh, I did I did the decorations half of it, so Jordan could work on setup. But um, we actually had two groups of girls that we were working with. So we had the kitchen staff, and then we had the decorations staff. So it was actually great because. Um, when we planned out the menu, we worked really closely with Mrs. Brandon and Mr. Brandon. And then I didn't hear anything about the kitchen until afterwards. But Mrs. Brandon had talked to the person we put in charge, which is Brandy Smith. And they took care of everything. I didn't have to go into the kitchen once that entire night. So I got to just focus on setting up the room with um, my team. And the girls in the kitchen just took care of everything. So that was awesome. I think they asked me once like, if they wanted the strawberries cut in slices or cubes or something it was just really great (laughs) so for the decorations then I had um, Stephanie Moore and Emily Gill and Stephanie was super great because she works on the linens department anyway so she was really instrumental in helping me set up the the room so we picked out the linens and she helps me with the decorations and we got most of it done and then we set up a wall with um lights and her input was just really helpful and so it only took three of the girls and we did all the napkin folding and all of that so it went really really well everyone just really focused and did their part which was really helpful so yeah the the scenery was great Uh, I definitely have to hand it to you both the 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 decorations were beautiful the lights on the back curtain where uh where we took some photos and uh, had the food line set up. That was gorgeous. And the food was great, too. Ooh, I, yes. I have to hand it to Miss Smith and, and uh, the crew that you had under her helping that out. Yeah, helping they were great. Helping to make that happen. Those that was waffles and honey butter. Oh, it was great. That's so what's, I, That's one thing that I think we all love about Speech Banquet. It's just so different. You, you really, it's, it's just a unique uh, change of pace for formal events. Uh, the the morning time the morning routine is it's a whole lot more relaxing and then of course you com- you accompany that with the speeches mm-hmm. and uh, just enjoy some food enjoy some speeches that are really uh, motivating and inspiring in so many different ways and it it really uh, creates a very enjoyable atmosphere just something that's unique to the occasion and uh, something that I think we all really appreciate for sure so uh, the theme for this speech banquet was Proverbs 8 and verse 7. Uh, Proverbs 8, verse six th- verses 6 through 8, they read this. Hear, for I will speak of excellent things, and the opening of my lips shall be right things. For my mouth shall speak truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. There is nothing forward or perverse in them. So verse 7 there was, uh, for my mouth shall speak truth. And that was the theme you guys chose for this speech banquet, right? Yes. yes. What, uh, what motivated that, that option? What was kind of the inspiration for that theme? It was all Jordan. 
Well, I was I was looking for a verse that either had to do with words or speaking because it's the speech banquet, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> and um, I I had a few different options, but I wasn't sure which direction to go. And then um, I believe a week or two before I decided on the theme, we actually watched part of the inaugural address in an assembly, and we heard Mr. Biden speaking. And he he said something about truth, and I think every student in the room just erupted in laughter because it was kind of ironic to see something or somebody somebody like that talking about truth. It was uh, it was really hypocritical. So I I saw this verse about truth, and I thought it was especially relevant at this time um, because it's uh, truth is just something that's being cast to the ground. And it's it's kind of sad to see that. So if we're going to have a speech banquet here at Armstrong College, I just figured um, that was a proper theme for the occasion. Yeah, George Orwell, he said, in a time of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And uh, I'd say at this speech banquet, we heard a lot of truth. We heard a lot of sincerity and genuine heartfelt uh, uh, messages. It was really beautiful to hear all of that and, and deeply moving, especially like you say, Jordan, when there's not a lot of truth in the world right now. And that's being exposed all the time. You see it over and again, over and again in the news. Every single day there's something different that pops out that shows we're living in a time where there's just not a lot of truth. This world really does speak a lot of lies right now, and there's a lot of negativity and deception, and, and quite frankly, there's a lot of depression, just not a lot of hope. But the true hope that we have as members of God's church and as we, as we read and study God's Word, it really was on display at the speech banquet. And uh, there are many reasons why this formal event was important. That's certainly one of them. To expound on some of these things, though, we we have some more audience feedback for you. And uh, so I'd like to play you a clip now that talks a little bit about the importance of Speech Banquet, the different uh, ways that it's important to our lives. Well, for one, it's one of four formal events, which is really important just culturally and doing doing things that are, you know, the finest quality. Uh, but also for us as listeners and then the speakers, it's just a, a great opportunity for those of us not involved in the speech program directly to just see the fruits of the speech program uh, from the college, which, you know, for the guys especially is really intense. So to see that and the polish and the effectiveness, that's really uh, inspiring to see. And then, of course, for the speakers, it's a tremendous opportunity to um, to just be able to handle their nerves and try to deliver an effective speech as well. It is a way that we can really unify the student body, especially with the faculty as well. Um, just listening to personal experiences from the students really um, helps you think about your experience as a student and even giving advice on how to be, become a better student and have a greater impact. And, I just really appreciated the personal lessons that we learned from the different students and their experiences and how they opened up and shared them with uh, all the students and the faculty. So that's why I find it's very important. And being a freshman, I thought it was a great experience because I haven't had it before. So I really enjoyed this year's speech banquet. The speech banquet is important because it gives us 
like a wide variety of lives and examples that all illustrate the same point that God's working with us. And this year in particular just really was evident throughout all the speeches. I think speech banquet's important just because it gives people an opportunity to, to open up to everyone. And it kind of gives you the opportunity to see a side to them that you might not have seen before. Um, whether it be a humor speech, whether it be a heart-to-heart, -heart and inform and inspire. There's just so many opportunities for people to, to show you know, what's in their heart and what they want to share to everybody else. Speech banquet gives the students a look into the communication side of AC. I mean, for you know, female students, we just have speech class one year, but we're still kind of involved with the communication side and homiletics and stuff like that because we get to see, you know, our guy classmates go from freshman year public speaking, like throughout the years, just develop their talents and stuff like that. And I mean, one of the speakers today, he did it from freshman year. He did it last year. He did it this year. And you really see, like, God's ministers are able to really help people develop the talent of speaking. And really, I mean, that's what we're going to be doing for all of eternity. So I think it really opens up, like, the possibilities if, if you do just put the work in to speaking and knowing, like, it's a benefit for everyone. That was a, a little bit about why it's so important. And, uh, and you see that on display at this banquet. It's what we're going to be doing for all eternity, right? So it, it really impresses on our minds the importance of this education. Jordan and uh, Jordan Seringa and Hannah Rell, we really appreciate you both being on the show today. Any parting shots before, uh, before, we, before we let you go? I would just say um, I remember sitting down at the freshman reception and then all the events were announced and Hannah and I heard that we'd be planning speech banquet. And then now that it's all said and done, uh, I'm just really grateful that we're able to organize this event out of like any of the years, out of any of the events, uh, that it had to be our sophomore year and the speech banquet. And I, I just I'm glad because... I think it'll just give me a, a greater connection to this one single event, and it just helped me to realize how powerful it is and uh, just how impactful Speech Banquet really is for all the students, probably all the teachers and ministers as well. So I'm just grateful for the opportunity. That's what I'd say. Yeah, I'll hop on Jordan's comment. I think uh, when we first found out, we... Well, I started pestering Jordan pretty much every day. Like, we got to plan speech banquet. And so now that it's over, I don't know. It's just, it was a really great experience. I, I am very grateful for it as well. I think it really helped Jordan and I to get to be better friends. I mean, we were talking all the time about speech banquet. And then for our class even, um, just setting up and doing it all together. There, there hit a point where the pizza and the ice cream came and we just... We all, we all were so silly and dancing and laughing, and it was just a really great experience to have. And then you take that experience and then you bring it to the entire college and faculty. And just knowing that it brought everyone together in such a special way where you get to hear people's thoughts on display in a time where there is so much disunity and uh, just there's no great relationships out there. So I just think it was really great to foster these kinds of relationships here at God's College. So I don't know, it's Speech Banquet was really just impressive, I think, this year, and I'm very grateful to have done it. 
Sweet. Well, we're so glad that you guys would uh, join us today and uh, really appreciate having you both. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. That scripture that they used for the speech banquet was Proverbs 8 and verse 7. It said, For my mouth shall speak truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. Cry aloud, spare not, declare unto the cities, hear the word and lift up your voice. This really is the language of the Bible. We're here to speak God's truth. This college, Mr. Armstrong so often said, is a teacher's college. As you heard one of the commenters say in that uh, that audio clip, I mean, this is what we're going to do for all eternity. It doesn't get much better than this way of life. It doesn't get any better than this way of life, I should say. And uh, communication is vital for God's family. Uh, communication is vital for any family, for any human being. And Speech Banquet shows the importance of the, the, the communication education that we receive here on the campus, here at Armstrong College. It's a blessing to us students to be able to learn how to communicate God's mind to others and to learn how to inspire with words. Inspiring with words is not easy. It's not easy to, to help somebody build vision in their mind. These students did a terrific job of that, though. They truly did. Uh, the speech banquet exhibited truth. It exhibited encouragement and inspiration, really lighting a spark in our hearts and minds, uh, the vision and the hope that we need to continue in these uh, latter days and a time when there really isn't a lot of truth. If you'd like to hear the speeches yourself, Mr. Joel Hilliker's Trumpet Hour program actually uh, gives these speeches. His entire Trumpet Hour, the last one that he produced, is on the speech banquet, and uh, you can hear the entire array of speeches. We'll attach a link to that program in the show notes. But please give that a listen, and you yourself are absolutely, I guarantee, are going to be inspired by what these students had to offer. Pearl Strachan heard she said this about words, quote, handle them carefully for words have more power than atom bombs. Another individual said about words, they said, don't ever diminish the power of words. Words move hearts and hearts move limbs. So speech banquet was a great gift to all the listeners and to the speakers as well. Speaking really is a gift. The art of communication, learning to do it well, learning to inspire and change lives is a gift. That formal event here at Armstrong College is one of the best because it does exemplify the need to learn how to communicate this wonderful way of life. So thank you so much for joining us on this edition of Behind Armstrong College. Today we've been talking with you about the speech banquet on February the 14th of this year, 2021. And we're looking forward, of course, to the other formal events yet to come. So thank you so much for joining us on today's show. Uh, this has been Behind the Work. You've been listening to Behind the Work. Email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for a new episode each Monday at 1130 a.m. Central Time 